0: giving or misplaced idea is part of it I think as for the court's outcome well you know there is this saying isn't there show me the judge and I'll show you the law Mm, you know that's (laughs) that that is part of it there's no jury in the judicial review that the ladies Mm. are going for I'm not going to rubbish the uh, senior ranks of the judiciary uh, in England and Wales, they are a, a serious lot. A lot of them have stood up to the government in the past. A lot of them have been frankly shocked in previous cases when they've realized just what public authorities are doing. If you want to be technical about it, it's what the executive branch of government is doing. And the courts, the judiciary are supposed to be there in every country of the world to say stop to a government that otherwise wouldn't stop. So you can't rule it out. The trouble is this undue weight that's given to expert witness opinion and experts being cited outside their area of expertise is is part of it. I mean, I was just this morning editing for Mike Robinson a big piece which is going to go up on Sergei Skripal and the timeline of that alleged Russian poisoning of the Russian defector and there it's very stark and it applies to all areas where dissidents are saying the state isn't telling us the truth. Uh, An expert is wheeled out in court and says Mm -hmm. there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that this is best for the people in this case it would be that this is harmless um, (laughs) sexual equality uh, stuff and is part of being a healthy citizen in a modern Britain in a forward-facing world blah 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 and that the judge just rolls over. We've seen it with Covid jabs Mm -hmm. Uh, with minors, you know, who are wards of court being uh, ordered by judges to have COVID jabs. Uh, the, the key to those cases has always been how much leeway is given, how much weight is afforded to these so called experts. Yeah,
1: it's quite dangerous. Really, it is really it? dangerous. Yeah. I mean, the, the fact season. that it is in our schools, the fact that they're teaching this, this education to three year olds,
0: mm.
1: and you now have the teachers lying don't yeah. you and we're gonna be doing talking a bit about Dr Ellie Barts yeah it? yeah a little bit later I we'll talk about her later I just recently yeah. did a blog on her because she's quite
2: a dangerous woman um from a dangerous organization really it was just like a grooming manual I read um oh, the book I got it I bought it because I saw a video of her um Ooh. and she was obviously in a setting of a conference speaking to educationalists and she says um she says, don't go in, don't go send in, that was it, don't go send in letters out to the mm. children. You don't want, who wants 30 angry parents? And I'm thinking, she's telling this obviously in a conference. So when I looked her up, she had, read, she had written this book with, oops. How to transform your school into an LGBT plus friendly place, a practical guide for nursery, primary mm. and secondary teachers. And it was Dr. Ellie Barnes okay. and Dr. Anna Carlisle. So I read that book, and basically, this is a grooming book. It, yeah. This is all it is, and this has been—I don't—hundreds and hundreds of schools have used yeah. the, this resource, and it is a grooming manual. It really shocked me, and she's misrepresenting the Equality Act m- numerous times throughout here. She just puts yeah. in what she would like it to be, as opposed to what it actually is, because she quotes them as gender identity. But it's not; it's gender reassignment.
0: Correct. Is,
2: is there was the no gender identity back no in 2010. Ident- know, no gender identity. You know, Harriet
0: Harman brought that in before the fall of the last oh. Labour government. It was called socialism in one clause—that equality uh, obligation, statutory duty on councils. Nobody had heard of gender identity back in the late 2000s when that was going through Parliament.
2: Exactly, but she's just put what she wanted in, there and she uses it throughout this book. She says it. I think it's 37 times. It's almost like she's. She's using it in a threatening way, passively. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like make sure you adhere to this equality act. Never mind the other, the other protected characteristics within including the equality, including religion or
0: belief, which yes. doesn't have to be Christianity. It can be your philosophy as a parent. Exactly. That's a protected characteristic.
2: Yeah, I know, and it's it, you know, it's just it's really, really worrying that these are what, and I've seen as well, I know there are some people are really good at this. I'm mm. not one of them because I can't keep my mouth shut, but there are groups on Facebook that um, they're like four RSE and for PHSE, and they're basically teachers and educationalists or whatever. And they're going on and asking each other, yeah. like they'll put a post up like, oh, can anyone give me an introductory to porn for 12 it's- to the porn?" And I'm like, and they put in Jigsaw and all these sort of organisations. They're and actual resources. groups for teachers, aren't they? they for teachers. And, but they're asking know... each other. They do not know yeah. what to do because they're not trained in any of this. This is a really complex field of safeguarding. And they're just asking each other advice on you know, this is dangerous. I know you ladies
0: have been following Scotland closely. Yeah, and we yes. had Richard Lucas on yeah. and the think tanks, as we discussed last time I was on thought when devolution happened. Yippee, we've got three new English speaking small jurisdictions in the UK to play with. They're going to be writing their legislation from scratch. Mm-hmm. They all want to say, you know, to boast that they're more progressive than Westminster. So let's get in there. And for many years, we thought Scotland was the lead laboratory but I suspect Wales and in time, Northern Ireland, although it's socially conservative, uh, will you know, catch up because the think tanks are pushing them. So you've yeah. got the problem around the Senate of think tank world, and there is some flitting between Cardiff and Edinburgh that I've seen. Uh, in fact, a friend of mine at Cambridge in the Christian Union, no less, went to be Sir John Elvidge's main woman, uh, and he got into equality and all government effort. The reason I raise that now is, you might've come across one of the, probably the biggest ag- agency in Scotland pushing for perversion to be taught in schools, was a group called TIE, Time for Inclusive Education or TIE. Oh, I haven't uh, heard I, of these. No, David Scott would give you chapter on verse on that. There were some real nasties uh, buried in the woodwork of that organization and in their philosophy as well. However, the mo- main reason I mentioned it is because I, was, I shared on my Telegram channel yesterday, Eastern Approaches, there's an organization, there's obviously an educational group called CIEO, uh, had been drawing attention to how um, uh, you know, the teachers don't hide their radicalization agenda anymore. And I think it was in that piece, or maybe in another that I shared yesterday, that it uh, transpired that now with this critical race theory that's being shoved down children's throats, and I, we've discussed before, Wales and Scotland again are in the lead on that, particularly Wales. Wales is the anti-racist nation, Wales is the sanctuary nation, etc. Every teacher must be an active anti-racist and Wales is going to be first in that i noticed in their powerpoint stuff the stuff you were just mentioning there, as the guides for distressed or or, or perplexed parents teachers sorry um they were saying on the back of the success of tie's campaign for sexuality inclusive education in scotland we're now going to do the same tub thumping for racialization of the children right so that's regarded as something that's already under the belt at least in Scotland, is that the sexualization is completely uncontroversial now. Only nutters and loons question that anymore, is the idea. So yeah. the same groups of uh, uh, over-enthusiastic and sometimes perverse people uh, are now just changing their goalposts.
2: Yeah, you're right. It's quite evident as well, isn't it? Because this is what fries my brain, but it has become quite normalized to many, many yeah. people. And to me, it's a massive shock. And you tell someone and they're like, yeah, but, and I'm like, hang on, there's no buts about it's what no I've buts. just told you. There shouldn't no be buts. any buts in it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there is, and then I'm like, this is definitely become, they've gone really, really far into it. I don't even know. I hope we can just
1: try and change We're change t- society's attitudes again. Yeah, exactly. Back. We're going to talk a lot more about this uh, later on this evening. But yesterday I noticed in the mail about the amount of uh, sexual predators and sex offenders that are now within the police force.
0: Yeah. Well, there's been quite wide coverage of that. Exactly. Lots of wife are that, still serving, if, aren't they?
1: If that's happening in the police force, who's going into the classrooms? Mm. Mm-hmm. It how is do we it know how do we know those people who are teaching our children and now they're being you know they're being told they have to talk, teach this sex education how do we really know who these people and are if the they can slip into well, the
2: police like that exactly mm. and it's down to interpretation a lot of this education is sort of given to the teacher and sort of loosely told well depending on the teacher then and their beliefs, and what then? That's going to be diff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Sometimes yeah. it's going to be extreme. You are going to get the teachers who really don't want to teach this, so they're going to try everything to try and teach as minimal. They still have to, but they can yeah. choose like they do as minimal as possible. Yeah. But who do you know? That's the thing. Obviously, not every, not all teachers are predatory. But in a school, in a where children are accessible. And how deep they you are going to? They are going to be within schools, and it's mm-hmm. easy now because look what they're allowed to do under this progression and diversity. They're allowed to openly, freely speak about.
1: You know, mm. it's just. And how deep does those uh, DBS checks go? I think are they really rubbish? Deep. And that's yeah. only if you've been caught. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, DBS yeah.
2: only works if you've been caught. Well. You know, it's, it's pretty useless, really, isn't it, from that point of view?
0: Well, we know that paedophiles cover up for each other and that they don't have any social distinctions of rank. You know, the famous saying that you can be a politician, a professor or a bin man. But if you're in the kiddie fiddling club, they'll watch you. They'll watch exactly. back, you know? so, exactly. uh, it's it's, uh, it's notorious that a lot of guys uh, get off and women who, who uh, are involved in this uh, or that the uh, case never comes to court in the first place.
2: Yeah, I tell you what, I just, while well, we're on this now, I bought that Whitney Webb book and mm. I have read like a third of it.
0: Yeah, for and those just, who have, didn't follow the last one, uh, what's the, tit- the uh, title of the two um, volumes? One, one Nation, Nation Under, Under Blackmail. Blackmail. You can get the whole thing now, in. not that I particularly like Amazon, but you can get it in Kindle format, both volumes now, One Nation Under Blackmail.
2: Yeah, I've only got the first one. It's quite big as well. It's mm, quite mm. thick, but I got that... it with me. I read it on the train on the way down um some of it and i'm so shocked right so when we're thinking about how do they get away with it how do they get when we realize who's involved as in like it's all sexual blackmail even yes. if, right up to the presidential you know when they make these decisions yes. it's usually because sexual blackmail is involved Ooh. so but many Gate was the biggest judges. scandal of
0: all time just yeah. over 50 years ago now And, you know, the public uh, take on this was, oh, the president was uh, authorizing burglars to commit dirty tricks on his Democrat opponents. But uh, there were two levels of cover up below that. And the official leak was to cover that up. One was that Cubans who weren't citizens were funding Nixon's campaign, rabid anti-communists. And below that, which has only recently come to the fore with good sources, is that young, it was particularly boys in the White House. And that goes on to 1988 as well, with George Bush senior uh, in his turn tenure in the White House. Lots of young boys were uh, in the ball. White House in the West Wing at, uh, at, at strange times. And that was okay. what was being kept off the agenda, really, by the official leak.
1: And it's kind of all happening again now. Look at Pelosi and what's going yeah, on there, and you know itself, how they try and spin it? this. No. But the whole agenda in everything, I don't care. It all basing in every crisis in the world, you will find some link that goes leaked back to children. Yeah, that yeah, that isn't exaggerated,
0: go. Lou. I mean, I can't think of a single True. one. True. That's okay. a single notorious case or, or political situation I've seen. That hasn't, has has definitely not had children involved in it, the use of children.
2: It's absolutely horrifying when you realize, because, you know, we, I grew up thinking, you know, paedophiles were men in white vans and they were going to nick you they were going to pinch you off the side of the road and you come up in your garden. And, And you know, that's what happens. Yeah, it does happen very, very rarely, though, you know, in 90 something percent of the cases, you're going to know that abuser. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, the, the other half of that, the public's now dimly aware that stranger danger, what we learned in the 80s at school, don't take sweets from bad men, that's only part of it. We, the public now knows that stranger mm. danger is a, a small minority of child abuse.
3: Yeah. But the
0: other part of it's not talked about, that there are families whose male or or all adult members in some cases have dedicated themselves to that evil are in that cult. And it is a literal cult for many of them Satanism is very thickly involved with this in many of these cases, Uh, and that they uh, are in a local network that protects themselves from any exposure. Right. So it's not just that uh, uncle so and so is a a rotten apple who abuses the child. But as we saw in the, uh, you know, Ireland's longest running missing child case that uh, Gemma O'Doherty's tirelessly covered. Strong suspicions are that that, you know, bad apple uncle, who seems to be the obvious suspect, uh, provided the child to others for political purposes. Yes, absolutely.
1: I mean, this leads quite nicely on uh, Alex. Kath just finished uh, her latest blog article, haven't you? Well, we did. We did. Well, you looked really deep. I want to talk about the porn one. Oh, right. Yeah. That's where where I want to go. Um, And how the backlash and how it's kind of, we're going to talk a lot more about this tomorrow. Yeah. But Catherine's really did dig deep into Mm -hmm. the porn industry. And from after reading that blog, they need to ban porn. They absolutely yeah. do. They it's have to ban important. porn. Ladies, we,
0: we might sound prudish for saying it, but this was, you know, think back to Mary Whitehouse in the seventies and eighties. I know this this united the the old left. I know some of the figures were laughed at, like Andrea Dworkin, you know, who was the, supposedly a man hating feminist. She was saying it. Mary Whitehouse was saying it from the Christian conservative end of the spectrum. And since then, it has been unsayable yeah. in Western countries to ban porn.
1: I mean, you've got the apps on your phone, haven't you? It's just there. It's always it's there so, for you. So dangerous. We've got mm-hmm. this is what it really
2: is what's leading, you know, a lot of the things. Because, you know, you've got your trafficking, your human trafficking, your child trafficking. That's because there's a demand for it because of pornography. Mm-hmm. It wasn't child porn I hate the way that they call it it's just child abuse yes, it's footage,
0: footage of the abuse of children there's Absolutely. no such thing as porn, exactly, also- yeah.
2: even, even adults as well because a mm-hmm. lot of these people are people don't like to talk no, about don't. it and and actually a, a prime example i will say i'm going to be speaking to george tomorrow he's what he's one of our supporters and he's he's absolutely brilliant and he will speak once he finds out about something he quite happily he's got no children of his own mm-hmm. um but he put a he's got a lot of followers as well something like porn is porn breaks the soul or something like that mm-hmm. and it was just Hundreds and hundreds of comments on there. And I purposely commented because I was like, you'll see the ones you'll notice because they'll turn. One minute... The- Just so there like was that. One guy who said, pretended that he was interested. He said, have mm. you got any proof for this or is this just opinion so we put a few things on there for him and then he cut, he really snapped really quickly when george said to him you know he just sort of making excuses and he was swearing and he told me to go and make make my boyfriend a sandwich he thinks i'm obviously some sort of feminist or whatever you know and i was like <laughs> Mate, it's obvious what you're doing here. You're yeah. trying to justify why you're doing it. There's no point in doing yeah. that to people but, who you know, know
0: what... You, you I know you're a warrior woman. The pair of you are there. But it does take a man to put that kind of man back in his box. You know, because yeah, we definitely. can actually say... You, you're, sorry, can I be a bit frank? You're just a yeah. sad tosser, right? We can say... <laughs> yeah. You can't say that to them, but, they, yeah. but we can.
2: Which is why I love George, because he will just yeah, jump just, in straight yeah. away and say, well, you're not, a, you're not a man then if you're not mm. protecting women and children. It was him that he snapped that first. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because... Like you say, it obviously triggered in more, had more of an effect coming from a man. Yeah. But I love this because men like George and yourself, and whatever, are standing up and saying something. They're seeing the reactions and other people. Because George said the other day, I'm actually, I've actually got a man who's seen my post. He's come forward and said, "I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to give it up." And do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's being honest.
0: Do you know we're speaking in the month of November? uh it's it's a bit of a naughty word fap because it's a synonym for masturbate but they, the the phrase that's come up with yeah. the young men who are struggling valiantly is no fap november right uh, and there's 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 other terms that are used just All like right. you know uh, october is a month when a lot of people try to stay teetotal total for a month yeah
2: yeah yeah november
0: has become with not just young men but predominantly young men uh, who've grown up in a digital age they covenant to to stay off the porn for a month for various goals, some of them religious, others just physical, that they want to, you know, uh, have more testosterone flowing around their body, feel more yeah. active, feel less yeah. shame and get on with women in their real life better.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah well that's interesting i didn't know
1: anything about that can i just, just jump in if people want to start a comment or anything we are going to be monitoring the comments and jason notaries as well he's going to be looking after all the comments and responding to you and we're going to get the fundraiser page up if that's all right Kat, yeah, can we so we can keep an eye on it course, so yeah. we're going to be trying interacting with everyone as much so if you do have any questions put them down into the comments uh we'll have the comments probably open on catherine's and we will try to answer you as well yeah so the, the this the, the porn it's the, a
2: very 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 and it's big business it's, the key. Key. Yeah. it's actually the key you know everything else while everything else is going if you've still got pornography then this is always going to be like this and it's going to get worse and worse it's, it's going to bad. taint
0: you know again Speaking as a man, I can be a bit franker about it. If, if porn is in your life, it is going to taint your attitudes to all women and all children. Not one of them is going to be in your innermost soul viewed as someone to protect and cherish. They're Absolutely. all going to be used as people to stick your penis into. I'm sorry to be frank, but that's what, it's, that's what it comes down to.
2: No, you're absolutely, yeah. you're absolutely correct, and that was the intention anyway, initially to
1: do that, and it's worked. It really and it's big, worked. big business. Oh, shit. It's just, you know, huge. I think doesn't the adult entertainment? It's you know almost at at a level with the Hollywood mainstream. Yeah, I would say. I would say probably even more so because they've
2: got that clout, haven't they, to, to, um, oh, they did bring out as well. I don't know if, I didn't know until I was doing my blog on the porn industry. And I obviously went to Hugh Hefner because, you know, he's a key part in this. Um, And they brought out a series at the beginning of this year, in January this year. And it was like the secrets of, you know, because he's dead. He died Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, 2017, I think the secrets about what happened in the mansion, the Playboy mansion. and they were actually quite because i knew some of it anyway they were actually quite um truthful about it and i don't know if it's because there'd be a lot of stuff because they said there was another mansion so yeah. you had the big mansion but for the girls who didn't make play bunny or whatever they would go to this other mansion mm-hmm. smaller and that's where the, a lot of the abuse that's and right. everything <coughs> happened Captive
0: talent pool of also runs never mind darling you know you won't be on the uh the magazine shelves in the shops, you'll just be uh, doing special jobs for the deep state.
2: Yeah, basically. Yeah. And that's when he set up because he, Hugh Hefner had immense power for that reason. He even, you know, on an interview years ago, he said that he had cameras around that in everything, yeah. but he did because the play bunnies told, you know, now he's dead. They speaking out, you know, his ex-girlfriend yeah. and some of the things he made. Oh, it's disgusting, but I'm quite yeah. shocked that they did tell us, but I didn't
1: even know that that series was out. Yeah, the children are the big business. Later on, we're going to have a um, former Hollywood actress. Well, she was she was a Hollywood actress, Tanya Joy Gibson. Um, she has a show called Beauty for Ashes. She's a, a Christian. She's recently been on the Reawaken tour with General Flynn. And she'll be on later. And she's been exposing the Hollywood stuff with the children and the, the whole agenda, as we just said earlier, every single crisis in the world, you will have roots going back linking to the children. Oh, that And idea. Alex, how do we get people talking about this? Because, you know, I've been I said you, you've probably seen yours. You always support me and it's never directed. But I add you into the link and I get quite shitty Yeah, because it's like the only way we could stop this is if people are talking about it yeah. and you people that are included in this link, mm. you have got such a wide platform. Why aren't you talking about it? Yeah, it's
0: it's embarrassment, Lou. Yeah.
1: There's, there's
0: some work to be done in their souls before they can realise, even if they have a commitment to morality, in some cases to Christ, they, they, they have to realise that, uh, that the stand they take in their lives requires them to speak the truth, right? Yeah. It, it, it be, being uh british and self-effacing and and being going quiet when it gets difficult is not really an option but it has been it's it's no surprise since you know the whole of the clergy with very few honorable exceptions and the whole of the political class with very few honorable exceptions since the 70s and 80s have not spoken about it yeah so that there's there's very few contemporary role models for people but you know in everything we do the truth movement and the freedom movement is pioneering so we will be able to switch and, and develop better habits better than the rest of society because we, we no longer it in, in, in hot to other, other people
1: yeah yeah if there could be as much effort put into the children as there was for the bloody jibbies yeah and and the whatever if the flu season
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know we could we could eradicate it almost yeah. as because we have to talk about it it's uncomfortable This is why it's important to drum up this awareness
2: as well as the money, obviously, but drum up the awareness for the court case. You know, that's what's important because it is, it's going to be, you know, the public opinion, court of public opinion Mm -hmm. that is going to beat this and nothing more. So this is why it's so, and once people know about it, they will talk about it. You know, there's going to, like you say, there is a lot of. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot mm-hmm. of guilt. There's a lot that people have to get right in their head before they can even, you know, right. just sort of hold their hands up, repent, whatever it is yeah, you've got yeah. to do to to get yeah. over what's gone on. And you know, they have to admit that they've been led. It's you know, it's not that it's the person's fault because they've been led completely in the wrong direction. All the influence of society and everything else—they were only doing while they were in. You know, we, yeah,
0: but of, the, the different cat-
2: environment, you know.
0: If we want to be a bit more surgical about yeah. this difference that Lou raises, why will people you know, talk about the jab and not talk about the sexualization of children? Yeah. Well, I suppose it comes down to the sense of shame over personal urges. right? People have an urge, for example, and this relates to COVID, uh, to do the right thing for others, to be seen as a hero, to be accoladed by the, those around them. And people will just about admit in the truth movement, that they were led astray by pseudo medical claims, mm. uh, and by uh, pseudo laws uh, to lock themselves up and to have themselves assaulted with an, unt- an untested uh, jab. Um, they will admit that because the underlying urge that was being manipulated in them was one that in our kind of society is admissible to, namely, yeah. you know, I wanted to do the right thing. There is also an urge to procreate. Right. And if, if people are so, for want of a better word, prudish, that they won't talk about that at all, they won't affirm that it's good to want to meet a husband or wife and have children, then the whole this, the whole subject of wishing to procreate becomes taboo. And then the only thing that's left is smutty sexualization, yeah. uh, perverse sexualization, uh, fornication, adultery and incest and all, everything else, all the filias, the paraphilias. Yeah. right? So that, that becomes unspeakable. Right. So you, you, you cannot say at all, I was misled by these urges because I don't have a benchmark in which these urges were correct, because the society, even the church was not affirming them. Yeah, and not, you know, not saying, you know, if, if we, there, is a, there is a problem, especially with younger people, of course, with with lust. And the, the, the traditional solution is always not uh, go and live like a monk and deny your feelings, but right, get, get married as soon as possible. Uh, make sure that you're economically uh, able to. Yeah. Don't have dreamy high standards for your wedding day or what kind of house you're going to have first. But we've got, we're behind you, supporting yeah. you to become self-sufficient. self Society has gone completely the other way. You yeah. know, it doesn't want to see, particularly, the, I have to say, the darling little daughters, it doesn't want to see them marry till they're the wrong side of 30 to get yeah. the best man they can. So that is another part of the equation that has to be talked about. Definitely. Uh, that If you are delaying your daughter's marriage from, I'm going to stick my neck out here and say the ideal age of mid-teens... People are going to call me a pedo, but that is historically the norm, mid to late teens. If you're going to double that and say her early 30s is when she should be getting married, you're going to get huge amounts of sexual frustration in men and women. And it's going to be gone the wrong way. It's going to be hijacked by the porn industry and everything else.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm not, you know, because the porn industry, although it's sexualized, sexualized everybody and children, it's actually, it's a bit paradoxical, paradoxical because it's causing a sex recession as well because everybody's watching porn they're not having sex they've got no desire to have sex with you know a a female or or a partner because their mind their their brain is now rewired to that arousal state see and obviously their tolerance is built they can this is why we got erectile dysfunction with really young young lads and then that on top of the frustration and the you know the shame, the get whatever that's just a, that is a massive circle then of just yeah. viciousness, you know, and that's what we've got to and that's why I say pornography has got to go. And I don't just mean for you know, because people will say, oh, you know, you can put a lock on it or whatever, and it's for, for adults only. I disagree, it's destroying everybody, it's not mm-hmm. just for adults only, it should be for absolutely nobody. It's destroying. It's weakening men to the point of, oh, you know, emotionally, right. mentally, spiritually, however
0: else. Exactly. So after, after the Second World War, and this was the culmination of a long process, you, you ladies know about Kinsey, who who co-opted Hefner into the that, that wicked movement, right? Mm. The result after the Second World War was, particularly the English-speaking countries said, well, we're the pinnacle and the beacon of liberty in the world, but they didn't know what the positive freedom to, was anymore. They didn't know what they wanted to do in the world. They just wanted to be top dog and have no restrictions on them. Mm. Yeah, so that that sort of derailment of freedom uh, is behind uh, what's gone on there so, so uh, saying that 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 the society or the whole state even uh, should uproot pornography and and delete and burn it became unthinkable for that very reason oh this yeah. is censorship as if it were completely to be equated with with uh, censoring materials that call for the king to be assassinated yeah, yeah. that's that's uh, the, the quandary the, the the foolishness into which we've fallen uh, the yeah. idea has arisen that the state is morally neutral i mean without getting too philosophical it's a poisoned fruit of the enlightenment this idea that the state is uh, even any human institution could be morally neutral obviously it can't be when you mm. think about it yeah you know so that that's the the, and the, the the culmination of this is here in the netherlands we have a particularly strong representation by christian politicians we have a bible belt here and i remember a couple of years ago the leader of the most conservative christian party was on a friday night talk show with an arrogant uh and ignorant uh, advocate, so a barrister, the equivalent of a barrister, a court lawyer, uh, over the legality of putting these billboards up along the motorways in the Netherlands that said, you know, have an affair. Uh, the company was called Second Life. Uh, Second Love, sorry, based on Second Life. And uh, Mr. von der Stey, the leader of the Christian party, said it's no good for anyone in the country to have affairs being promoted and children uh, being denied their parents through breakups of marriages caused by uh, advertising to start an affair. And this wound up barrister advocate said, you are denying the separation of church and state. And that to me, in a nutshell, was the, the foolishness that he's a trained lawyer. And you get enough in America who think the same, who, who bandy this phrase around. France will be a third example because they're secular, laique since 1905. They don't know the historic meaning of his separation of church and state. What it means is that and in, in the U- U.S. Constitution, it's explicit establishing a religion. That's what you don't do. You don't promote a denomination. That's not at all to say that um, you can't have a Christian morality or any conservative morality as the basis for society and for the state. The state Mm -hmm. is perfectly able, even if it's legally secular like France or the USA, perfectly able to say this society has morals and we're not going to tolerate pornography. And it can even in doing so say it's an offence against the creator
4: Mm. without Uh, offending
0: against the separation of church and state. Some lawyers genuinely don't know this, but many I think are putting on an act and pretending not to know this because they would rather like to carry on with their own affairs, thank you very much.
2: That's what it is, I think, in a lot of cases as well. It really As with is. drugs, you know,
0: Peter Hitchens yeah. bangs the drum a lot about drugs and one of the titles of his books is The War We Never Fought, for that mm-hmm. very reason. That, you know, the, the Netherlands, uh, as much as Britain, you've got this whole class in the Hague, mainly, of course, that, that are, are living on uh, the drugs and the, the, the rent boys of questionable age and they don't want any disturbances to that. And so they yeah. can explode with faux morality um, and, and ex- exaggerated moral outrage and indign- indignation when it's put to them uh, that nobody should be having a bit on the side sexually.
2: They are really yeah. twisting it up, aren't they? Do you know of anywhere, Alex? Is, I came across, uh, what was the name of the website? Fight the New Drug? I believe in mm-hmm. it's about pornography. This is all pornography based, it's really, really good. But have you heard of any other, because we know how massive it is. Look, this is worldwide. We know pornography huge. Have you heard of any sort of place in the world where they have, Mm. you know, are they they actively fighting? I mean, because obviously we've got, you know, they've got campaigns and things like that going on. But if anyone's actually got anywhere with fighting this, because they've got the online harms bill going through, and that's not in our favour.
0: No, no, there's very, very few jurisdictions around the world that have these legislations. A very few traditionally conservative Christian countries in Southern Africa and in the Pacific, the kind of societies where it's 99% nominally Christian and over 75% church going and a politician will never get anywhere by saying he's an atheist, that kind of society. There are a few countries in the world in that bracket that would outlaw pornography, although in the internet age they haven't caught up and banned the internet domains, but they would never have allowed paper printed pornography in the 70s and 80s and 90s when the rest of the world did. Yeah. More recently, there's this belt of countries that, I'm going to say, if you naively think, I think that's probably not too strong. If you naively think that they're not uh, New World Order uh, countries themselves, I'm talking about the likes of Russia and Hungary, then you might go cheerleading for them because you think, hooray, look at what they're doing. Uh, they appear to be, for example, blocking Pornhub. That was news came out of Russia last month, which I haven't been able to verify.
2: Oh, uh,
0: right. Uh, Orbán in Hungary has got similar measures. But if you dig a bit deeper, it's a policy of what they call natalism or pro-natalism. In other words, we want more babies. Uh, and this, I'm afraid, in that part of the world, flows seamlessly from the communist era. It was Nikolai Ceausescu in the late 60s, as soon as he came to power, that said, uh, thou shalt not have contraceptives. It wasn't because he was a moral man; it's because he wanted uh, to to be able to draft an enormous army twenty years later as a result that, of all the new yeah. births, yeah, and to taxation purposes, yeah. So, and more more people in the factories, and of course, he was being lent on by his New World Order puppet puppeteers yeah. in New New York and London as he did so. But you know, there there are parts of the world where. You can get away and Ireland before its latest revolutions uh, socially was another one of these where the policy was natalist. You know, we want our own country to be filled with our own people uh, and we want to encourage motherhood. So we'll give mothers of four or six children extra awards and tax breaks. The Hungarians and the Russians are coming to coming to the fore again with these plans. But you can't put your confidence in them because you can't separate the state or the military or the taxation base from the people yes yeah, yeah, so so you don't do know it if it's a moral
1: thing because obviously exactly. they're using them for tax you wouldn't think it was in the education was in ireland but it is over in yeah, ireland well that's one place i've not i, I know there's it, somebody called i saw something
2: shirley o'malley i think her name is mm. something like that i think mm-hmm. but i've not really seen anything come out of ireland they I are
1: know. i saw an article i can't remember oh I can't remember well, what it was, but it is in the country. It is over there. there in Ireland. It is over there. They signed up for it, definitely. Yeah. All there four there years was there a priest
0: um, in Las uh in County Kerry just this week that got into trouble. His bishop suspended him from saying mass. Uh, he's a retired priest who was filling in, I think, uh, for the parish priest. Uh, he gave a sermon in which he talked about the evils of handing condoms out to teenagers in Tralee, the main town in, in North Kerry, on a Saturday night. And you can hear the sound in the recording of people walking out in disgust at the very thought that the, the parish priest should be saying it's not a good idea for teenagers to be encouraged to copulate. Mm. Yeah? yeah, so that uh, has spread to Ireland, including into—I'm afraid—in the church.
4: Yeah, Father Sean Sheehy was the
0: name.
2: There's still a lot of people like who really don't, and that's the problem with it. They've actually been so sinister and clever with this and how they've rolled it out because. This is where the the confusion comes in because some people are saying, "Well, my kids are not doing any of that," and then other people. But then so it's not in every lesson and all yeah. the time, but it is there. Do you know what I mean? There was, I think, a school around where I live. So what happened is the NS. So where they saying to parents, "Oh, we can't show you any, we can't show you any lesson content because it's breach of contract," right? Mm-hmm. With, because mm-hmm. they use outside resources. That, that's what they do. So the other day or the other week a school local to me, they had the NSPCC go in. So they were nine-year-olds. Mm. So year five, I believe. Um... And they had the sexual intercourse talk talking about vulva, penis, vagina. They were nine. So while they did then, the school didn't have anything to give to the parents. But they just got NSPCC to come in on a day. Oh. Do you know what I mean? So the parents mm. don't even know. They thought the NSPCC was coming in for some other reason. And now the whole day they've spent doing this. And now you've got nine year olds Googling. I did it just to see what would come up, like put Vulva in Google. Mm. It's not a top one, but you only have to go down a couple and you're looking at porn.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, you know,
2: these children are going to go home and, you know, they know this is why it's so. And I even noticed as well, and it really, I couldn't say anything because my daughter was there and I was like, ah, oh, the radio was on and they were talking about. Random things, nothing to do with sex education or anything to do with sex. But right in the middle of them listing off these things, she says... And sex education, and the lady goes, "Oh, I'm in that." And I just thought, "Why have you got to mention it yeah. right in the?" It's little. I notice it so. It's a
0: badge of pride. It's it's uh, virtue yeah. signaling.
2: It is. It really yeah. is. And but the other side of virtue indivis- signaling,
0: is, and particularly British, I'm afraid, is the smugness of the middle class parent who says, "Oh, only on, uh, only in the sink estates, do the comps teach that kind of thing." You know. Yeah, at, there's uh, a lot at, of it. At, at Jasmine, got trendies, we don't get that. Got, yeah,
1: or you've got the trendies, new agey type. Yeah that's yeah, the other it's... end
0: of the scale isn't it Lou who say you know Jasmine gets more sex ed than in the local comp because we're so enlightened
1: yeah yeah, yeah exactly. exactly it's just exactly can i just put out please can we move the fundraiser i know we we're going to get more interactive we're going to have the fundraiser up a bit more but our fundraiser um i'm sure know. the link is below um below on these feeds so, but people, we're this, on this 1, isn't 000...
0: entertainment we're doing this so that you can donate to the judicial review fund
2: Yes, this is what it's absolutely. For. This is what it's for. I'm actually going to send it on.
1: 1636 at the moment. That's really good. Um, we so 46,
2: 185. That's 185 the, that's the big that's the big one on for the podcast on just for this one because there's lots going on we just spoke to Lucia and she said she's lost count of how many people are doing especially in Wales are doing individual
1: fundraising fundraising and they're raising
2: like 700 pound each do you know what I mean? All of this is going to make a difference. It really is. Last time we did the podcast the, the thon we started on it's 23 grand. I 23 grand.
1: Was. We did nearly six. But yeah, it wasn't we... enough because the podcast, co- it kept getting, the, the PayPal kept getting get taken down. Everything got taken down. But we are set up a little bit differently here. Yeah. So I'm not interacting as much. I'm going to try and do what I can and speak to people on my phone. Kat's got her stuff here. So she will be keeping her eye out on the fundraiser yeah yeah and we will try and int- and there's going to be a uh, apparently rick's just coming through our ear we're actually going to have a chat room li- on liberty tactics which will be going live in about 10, 10 minutes. minutes so Ooh. we will put something out about that but alex can you give us a plea and why people should be donating to this camp to this cause
0: if you don't want this happening to your children, the only way that the government is going to stop is if it's going to cost them. Right? It's going to cost them only if there's an, a court finding in place that they've crossed the line. You've seen enough ample evidence that they don't care about morality. There's no churches telling them to stop. Uh, they're not going to sway to social pressure. You know how our parties are set up. A few mega rich donors tell the political parties and their leaders what to say and put those leaders in place. The only thing that governments are ever going to stop for now is not common decency, it is when they're infringing a court order and a court finding. It needs a judicial review in order to find that the filth that's being taught to three-year-olds all the way through school is unlawful and immoral. There's no other way about it than to get a court finding. This requires money for the right lawyers. You know how tricky the courts are. You know all this in your rational brain. So if you care about it, you are going to have to donate in order to get this seen in court, whether or not the judge makes a sound decision because either way, it's going to force the issue. Either the mothers have a victory and in future their case can be waived right in front of the government in Wales and anywhere else, or it has to go to appeal and people become so shocked that they realize that something that's obviously wrong has been rubber stamped by a court either way it's going to need resources to go through judicial review so you have to donate
1: and goodness. get and get to court on the 15th and 16th oh, yeah
2: yeah we need people outside that court and and i don't know if you heard alex you might have done this last time when we had the injunction while people were doing you can actually add the link so that you can watch it so whoever's not in the court, if everyone then, wherever you are, just the judge needs to see how many people are yeah. on it. So they'll know how many people are trying to get in using that link to watch it. They'll be aware of how many people are watching it.
0: If, um, if you get a bad judge on the day, I'm not saying you will. Uh, but in any of these cases, it can they will say a lot more outrageous and nasty things, including in cases like Robert Greene personally yeah. attack the defendant and be racist to them. Wow. If they think it's being done in a corner.
2: Yes, exactly. If they realize
0: there's two thousand people waiting to get into the courtroom physically or digitally and that the case is all over social media, they will Every... not think about it. They will have through gritted teeth to apply the law.
2: Yes, I totally agree with you. Everything is always hush hush, usually happens,
1: but yeah, exactly. More noise. We've got to make make yeah. noise. And to just to remind people who the mums of Wales are up against and who we're here raising money for, they're up against the Welsh government and their purse strings are us taxpayers. Mm -hmm. So this is so unbelievably wrong that we are having to go to these lengths that Kimberly and Lou and the rest of the guys have sleepless nights. They've all got their own families. They've all got their own jobs. You know, they are not sleeping to get this and they're doing it for you. They're, that's this is they're doing it for you yeah. and we are here we guys we need to raise more we need to we want to, i want to raise i'd love it if we could raise 10 grand that i would, would be, absolutely be, be delighted over this weekend if we could raise ten uh, uh, thousand pounds i know we get taken machine, down yeah. i know we're censored we get taken down um but we're going to interact a lot more maybe we could get the rumble up and just have a look and see if anyone's commenting or see if there's any comments on it I could and we it. could ask some questions you know people want to put questions in so Alex thank you so much people we will get your video over to you it's going to be cut down now in sections, uh, in sections. This time. we're going to do it every hour so people can see their favorite guests so we'll get that over to you. And thank you so much for coming on. You're always, you're so loyal. Thank you, Alex. Oh, you're welcome, could, ladies. I could listen to you forever. You've got so much yeah, information. I know. I'm just <laughs>
2: soaking it up off <laughs> you. It's brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on, Alex. We bless really, you. really appreciate have it. Every success
0: with the fundraiser.
1: Thank God you. God bless, Alex. Bye Take bye. care. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. Brilliant. I oh, don't know if we can play a uh, promo video so we can just go and get glasses of water
2: Yeah,
1: and, and have absolutely. a quick five minute yeah. refresh. Um, I really, I hope Jason's listening or is about because we can't, we needed to maybe get Jason up in the messenger so we can see him as well so he can start interacting with everybody. And uh, if you want to send some questions in, uh, if you want to.
2: Right, there's a chat room on the libertytactics.co.uk
1: it's live homepage. Now. All the links uh, for this podcast, on where you can see it. I do believe we're broadcasting on Facebook Live and Rumble. Rumble. And I will share that link again onto my Facebook page. Well, you know, whatever everyone just share yeah. it share if you it can Why? support we need jason to come on at some point we actually do. and do a little plea for his money don't we yeah so, it's 100 pound 50
2: pound 20 pound 10 pound no
1: no you went through the, way, the, way. Way. Went the wrong way absolutely here we go oh, math lessons scrunched. with cat <laughs> <laughs> no we're not no, starting because... what what yeah the yeah, legal things. exactly i mean we do have to actually it's all right if right. we cat and i suddenly go drift off and we start talking we're not making much sense it's because we've got unfortunately not unfortunately what am i saying sorry rick's in our rick's in the inner ear you see we've got two lots of headphones
2: Yeah, so, so rick gives to us need. instructions
1: so that's we're both why mirroring. just when what because he, <laughs> 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 maybe no, one sorry. of us just need to listen to it we should take it in turns it's fair <laughs> Um anyway, anyway. Rick, can
2: we run a promo video just for a couple of minutes?
1: So we can refresh. Um, and okay. we need um
2: so guys, in the meantime, yeah. www.publicchildprotectionwales.org. I said it right first time. Donate to our campaign. Try that in 12 hours. Yeah, there's links every there's links all over our Facebook. Um just send them everywhere, guys. Telegram, yeah, social, wherever you can. Get a gab. Parlour, is that even... Oh, I don't think parlors there anymore. I don't know. Well, whatever, just Twitter. Anyway, just send it all around because this money really does need to come in now. It's going to fall on the claimant's head otherwise. And these brave, you know, these brave mums have gone in mind for all representing every child, you know, in the, in Wales anyway, at the moment. Um, we can't let it fall on their heads. It's absolutely not fair, you know, and we need, we need to get our money. So we're on about 46. Let's just
1: go six. next there. Round two. Let's look at our one. Let's right. focus our on R one. Re- so for the refresh it. the thorn. Hours is on. Right. One thousand. Yeah, one thousand six hundred
2: thirty-six. So the main one.
1: Forty-six thousand one
2: hundred eighty-five. So we by
1: tonight, halfway. Fifty. Nearly. Wouldn't it be nice by sort of midnight tonight? Fifty. I want we that. could get it to fifty thousand. Yeah, we get four thousand between now and midnight. I think that's totally doable. Guys. And it's it's not. It's
2: how much? Sixteen pence a child. Sixteen pence per child in Wales. In yeah, Wales. yeah.
1: So a quid to cover you five. Yeah. So guys, we're just gonna go and grab a cup of tea, have a little uh, refresh, and how long's the video, Rick? How long do we get? That's perfect. That's perfect. So we'll be back in about eight nine minutes, and we're back with the most beautiful soul, uh Tanya Joy Gibson. She's going uh, to be a thing. real asset. She's going to be. You're going to see a lot of her with us because she's going to do so much. She's doing. She's exposing the children and Hollywood, and she's having Antifa or BLM types phone up where she's doing a singing gig and threatened to go and. Burn the place down and threatening trouble. And then they even phone up a couple of hours later to see if they can hear any singing behind. So Check. she is an absolute warrior. And I can't, and she's beautiful and she's a mum. And she's going to be with us in 10 minutes. I so we will be back I'll very be soon. Back, guys, see you soon. Donate. <laughs> Should three-year-olds be taught about sex? Should three-year-olds be taught about sex? So this is a reference to the proposal by the Welsh government to make religious and sex education lessons compulsory for every pupil between the ages of three and 16. And now there are four mothers who are representing more than 5,000 parents and grandparents. They've begun legal action. And a spokesperson for the Welsh government says groups, including the NSPCC, are backing the proposal. But this is very interesting, isn't it? Because the, the, uh, this particular story, in this story, the Welsh government is pushing a particularly ideological form of sex education, which includes gender identity ideology, sort of tucked into it. And people are kind of getting a bit sick of this, aren't they? Now it's going to the court.
3: Should three-year-olds be taught sex education, 0207 862 2222 is the number. Give us a call. A group, this is really interesting, a group of parents is suing the
0: Welsh Government over plans to teach children as young as three about sex and gender identity. They want to overturn a proposal to make relationships and sexuality education.
3: The
1: Welsh Government are being sued by a group of parents over a new curriculum making relationship and sex education lessons compulsory in primary and secondary schools, meaning it will be taught to children as young as five years old.
4: Because we've booked events in school halls, we've sent emails out to parents and the council are phoning these schools to shut us down. You heard the headmaster of the local school admitting that he kept this formula on purpose. You heard him admitting the raw data for this education is based on child sex abuse, you heard that. So this isn't just a fight to stop RSE and to change this law back to what it should be. This is a fight to reskill the whole country, retrain all our teachers and you know what? I will personally go and deliver that myself. How am I gonna afford to do it? When we win our money back from the court, when we get our underground back from the court, that underground will be my petrol. That underground will be my petrol to the 1,500 schools that I've got to deliver this training. It will also contribute to an actual training package, right? So this training package that we are going to be delivering, we're going to pilot it free in the communities first. When I can tell you what's going on behind the scenes, you're going to, honest to God, you're not going to believe it. The very top of the top, of the top, of the top. (sighs) They're all pantsing it. Big time. And you know what? If I was them, I would be pantsing it too. Because you messed with the wrong country this time, guys. So come on, guys. This is our fight. This is a war. The whole of the UK, we are doing this for you. We set precedents for you. We save every child in this country, okay? There's a war on our children. We do not choose where we go to war. The war is in Wales. Everybody get your backsides to Wales. We need 16 pence per child to get this through the courts, right? And let me tell you something now. I cannot wait to get in our dock. Cannot wait to get in our dock, right? We've got a coalition going in there. We are fighting. We are fighting for our children and we are not going to give up, guys, right? So come on, get donated. Get your fundraisers going. Remember, it's 100 grand, but it's only 16 pence per child. It's an investment. We're going to change this country forever, and I swear that to you. Subscribe to our website, www.publicchildprotectionways.org, because they can't censor that, can they? So subscribe to our website. Keep an eye out for all the things that's going on. Get and raise some money. If you've got a quid in your pocket, chuck it over. There's six children. Six children saved. If you're in a group of friends, you're in a pub, ask them all for £1 each, guys. We've got to do this, okay? The world is watching. We are the last men standing. Let's not disappoint. Wales, we can smash this.
2: We have to raise that money, right? There's no way we're going to lose any other way than them trying to price us out. Then next weekend is myself and Lou at Liberty Tactics, our podcast-a-thon. So we got some great guests coming in for that. We got some great guests on Zoom as well. We're going to really just, look, we just need to raise this money, right? We'll go on for as long as it takes.
3: And there's been a, a bright red speck of light in the night sky called Mars. For the last few hundred years, we've known that it's a planet, a place more or less like our own, a world in its own right. The embarrassment here for science is that you are, you are seeking to unearth a natural fact by way of the humanistic evidence, which is to say you're bringing together a synthesis of different kinds of knowledge. We should go boldly where man has not gone before. Fly by the comets, visit asteroids, visit the moon of Mars, there's a monolith. They're a very unusual structure on this little potato-shaped object that that goes around Mars once in seven hours. When people find out about that, they're going to say, who put that there? One of the things you'll notice is that there appears to be an 18-mile crater called Ukurt. If you were standing in Ukurt at the right moment and looking directly overhead, there would be the Earth. At the closest point on the moon to Earth, there is a crater with an equilateral triangle marking its interior, the symbol we have decoded from the monuments of Mars. It was this symbol which basically focused our attention on this region. Because in the idiom that someone has been in the solar system long before, that someone has left a series of monuments or structures or artifacts designed to tell us something. A time has come where we are reaching the end of a cycle. And the intelligent, civilized, advanced, thoughtful, caring, knowledgeable, compassionate human being is facing a future. A door is being opened for them to an infinite reality out there. And we have got to be prepared to go through that door. And we're not ready yet. National sovereignty. Unless of course the idea is they're trying to con everybody and then take it all back in another dark way. But I just wonder, is that people's paranoia? I mean, what do you think?
1: Well, did you remember Elon's comment when he talked about uh, the population? He said, I think it's too little because if we're going to go to Mars, we're going to need a lot more people.
3: Um, Yeah, so most people in the world are operating under the false impression that, uh, that there are too many people um this is not true earth could maintain a population many times the current level and the birth rate has been dropping like crazy unfortunately like we have these like ridiculous uh, uh, population estimates from the un that need to be updated because they just don't make any sense <laughs>
1: <laughs> if we're gonna go to mars we're gonna need a lot more people elon wants to get off planet for some I think he knows what's on Mars. I think he understands the 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 opportunity that lays on Mars. I think we all understand that we probably came from Mars.
3: Dude, you just opened <laughs> We're what, two hours and 40 minutes in, <laughs> and you want to open up the Mars basket? Okay, Josh, let's plan this right now, okay? Because I, I want to do this. One. Let's do a show on this. On Mar- I would oh, love dude, to do yeah. it on this on the Mars on the Moon shit. Like what's on the Moon? Let's do that show as a separate show because there's already too much here. But well, no, that's, well, so, that opens well, up another can of worms. It does.